tuned into Psychic Parrot, the podcast about amazing animals and the strange power of pets with Al and Fred. Righty, 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 rooster. No, it's Parrot. Parrot. Hello and welcome to Psychic Parrot. Today I'm your host, Alistair Goodwin, and with me this time is my trusty researcher, Fred. Dr. Fred. Dr. Fred, Parrot (laughs) extraordinaire, friend of the winged creature. So uh, if we sound a little loose, it's because we have turn the tables on our usual bulletproof format and uh, I've dwelled into the dark realms of the internet to try to dig up some stuff some dirt on the our actual I feel this is our like you know when bands have their a flagship no the one they have their album that's just called you know the band the band that kind of the Beatles white album that is just called the name of the so this is us. This, <laughs> this is, our, this is, is our white album. This is our white album. <laughs> this is about uh, parrots, and uh, I've tried going through it and see if there's uh, anything, uh, you know, if there's anything psychic, if, psychic about these parrots. It's like the core of our program, isn't it? Yeah. Which is about uh, pets and uh, all the lovely and supernatural things about them. We try to go into supernatural things at least. So, uh, well, well, I've actually prepared as well, Fred, for my role. Oh, yeah. So I have continued to know nothing about parrots. I have made no effort to learn anything extra. (laughs) But this. This is very strange, though, because I realized while I was doing research that, of course, I'm from Norway, which is the least parity country in the world, maybe. <laughs> and then you come from New Zealand. There are parrots there, so... We have parrots, yeah. Can't we start... Do you know... Uh, do you have, like, a little parrot story to start it off, or...? Yeah, we have some really cool parrots in New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. One absolute top of the pops of parrots in New Zealand is the kakapo. Kakapo? Yeah. So it evolved in a predator-free environment, meaning it sort of stopped bothering about flying and anything too serious. <laughs> and so its defense mechanism is to stand really still. So, Camouflage. Yeah, just be green and just not move mm. and try and blend in, which doesn't work. Um, and like you can see videos of it, people, you can actually just walk up to one and just pick it up. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> and we also have alpine parrots, skiing parrots, skiing parrots called kias. Yeah, that love playing around. And if you park in the parking lot and there's kias around, they'll rip all the rubber out of the seals of your windscreen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. pull off as much stuff as possible. That's a really like common trait for parrots is just being mischievous. It's I I draw parallels to monkeys and uh, also magpies of course with parrots it's like a similar kind of shtick to them. Yeah. Um cheeky. Yeah. Anyway, there's 393 different uh, species of parrots. You're not going to get me to guess. <laughs> oh. That was what I was supposed to do. <laughs> All right, three hundred ninety-three. All right, I got yeah. I got a little quiz for you here then, if if that didn't blow your mind. 
How many <laughs> lot, How many parrots do you think are in captive in the United States of America estimated? How many people keep a parrot as a pet? How many level? animals? How many parrots are kept captive? Okay. Um one uh 250,000. Dude, you're way low. 14 million birds. How many people are in the US? Oh, that's... Isn't that like... I'm, you know how bad I am at that guessing, but I'm yeah. guessing like 500 million? Yeah, I was... At I, least? I was making that assumption based on a population of 64 million, huh. and I realized that's the population of the UK. <laughs> you did the math on the wrong country. Yeah. Great. That's a great start. <laughs> but, but if you looked up the UK, I bet it's 200,000 people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll be a, a correction. We'll have a correction. 14 million parrot owners or zoos as well, I guess. No, individual animals. So there's oh. probably many that has many, but and there's 14 million that are kept, yeah. held in captive there. Okay. And free parrots? You don't know. I didn't check the number on the free parrots. <laughs> but that's quite a lot. But it's a popular bird. It's, um, and we're, we're going to dig into it later, but uh, there are reasons why it's so popular, of course. Oh, yeah. You can tell um, by the videos. Like, that's got to be the third. It's got to go cat videos, dog videos, parrot bird videos. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Well, it can't be fish videos. Yeah. And I'll tease coming up later is uh, the the best uh, parrots of YouTube. Uh, I did a little run through of them. Uh, but that's later in this show. Uh, anyway, I have some like fun facts or something or like things, funny things. Um, I'm not supposed to say it's funny, am I? Yeah, why not? All right, all it's, right. Well, <laughs> obviously that's <laughs> it's, it's subjective, but yeah, it's it's a high fall. To Teresa living at number forty-five, uh, somewhere in London. Oh yeah, she finds it funny. Uh -huh. our, our future predicted listener. Yeah, a decider yeah. of our, things that are funny. Our estimated listener. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks to everyone out there for all the feedback yeah. on our episode. Thanks everyone in South Africa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, many parrots are, uh, you know, omnivores and will pre uh, will eat, you know, any anything they uh, they find, even meat. Uh, really? So uh, some of them, like the rainbow-colored lorries and lorikeets of the South Pacific, feed almost exclusively on nectar with uh, like brush-tipped tongues like uh, it's not meat but uh, yeah. it's coming um so like brush the humming humming birdie action i feel but brush tip would mean that it had bristles like yeah i didn't actually look up a photo of it it would be interesting brush tip yeah mm. We'll 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 uh, we'll yeah. send it in the show notes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> if we ever have any. Uh, it's not our department. Recently, these birds were uh, seen eating uh, meat at the feeding stations in uh, Australia, and um, <laughs> in New Zealand, uh, Kia. Mm -hmm. Uh, they were seen uh, observed attacking and killing sheep in 1868. Really, uh, and were, <laughs> were uh, they were uh, they were, were hunting a lot for them till they were uh, almost uh, extincted. So it's like protected status for them now. So the sheep farmers can't yeah. kill them anymore. Really, I don't know. Kids were up to that stuff. Well, like piranhas. It's pretty extreme for a parrot. I'm yeah. 
yeah. I see them as maybe being aggressive, but more on a, like either stubborn or territorial way. But what were they then eating before sheep came along? They must have been try- eating mowers. Like it's yeah. funny that they would be like, ah, oh, well, we've got finally something to attack. Took that <laughs> hairball there, yeah. take it out. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if they came in like a big parrot pack and just like swooped in. Sky piranhas. Yeah, something like that. Like uh, that. Is it Stephen King or is it Alfred Hitchcock, The Birds? Um, I I think they flock. Yeah. I think they so cooperate. I think they're smart enough to cooperate, but we'll we'll discuss that also later. Anyway, so uh, how big do you think the smallest uh, parrot is? Compared to a, a body part, compared to a body part, I would say maybe a finger. That's very uh, right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> tiny buff-faced uh, pygmy uh, weighs uh, a mere ounce and is about the size of an adult human's finger. <laughs> Which one? The, the middle, the, the middle. average finger. Okay. <laughs> and then the world's longest parrot is the the hyacinth macaw. And it's the yeah, length Macau, of my. They, we know them. That's the that's the classic uh, parrot. Um, length of my leg. Three and a half feet from uh, tip to tail, so that's uh, uh, about a little more than a meter. Yeah. Um, that's huge. That's ha- like if that's half of me. Yeah, it is actually, yeah. and it's uh, you know the heavyweight champs of the parrot ring they clock in at uh, as much as uh, nine pounds which is it's about uh, four a little more than four no it's four four kilos you've been on the american websites i do the same thing pounds that's british no they went metric in the uk oh yeah yeah and then they brexited yeah <laughs> and then they went back to the old timey of yeah. bundles of stuff <laughs> yards <laughs> yeah. yeah a furlong of hay <laughs> yes <laughs> that's what they trade in now I hear <laughs> anyway and you probably know that parrots they get really old uh, so um, many of them uh, at least of the bigger ones they live between 35 and uh, 50 years and then guess how old the oldest current living parrot is. I'm going to suggest that it's a cocktail of some kind. The one with the yellow thing and be 120 years old. <laughs> 120. Okay, that's, that's quite a lot. 82-year-old uh, cookie from um, uh, Brookfield Sioux in Chicago. Uh, yeah, that's the current oldest. But I've heard... I've heard the word 85 out there, but uh, the current champion is uh, 82-year-old Cookie. It's in some parrot circles. It's a great uh, great parrot name, though, Cookie. What kind like of parrot it. is it? Uh, it's a cacao. Cacao? Cacao? Isn't that the same as... Um, no, that's a Macau. Macau and a cacao. Capo. Cacapo. 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 Yeah. That's a New Zealand one. All right. That's the green one. Congratulations to cookie. your home country. What? <laughs> Go Cookie. That's not a name for New Zealand parrot. <laughs> well, it's emigrated to Chicago, so I guess. Yeah. Well, that's not very respectful. But anyway, so then 
there's like the practical aspect of it. Uh, remember, there's 14 millions in the states, so they often outlive their guardians. Um, having a parrot, uh, it's said to pretty much be raising a two, three-year-old for the rest of your life. <laughs> 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 so you get, really got to be ready for that kind of uh, discussions uh, with a parrot for pretty long time yeah probably just squawking whenever they want like all through the night like super loudly yeah and they need a lot of attention like uh, a lot of the mischief they do is uh, because they seek attention and they seek reaction from uh, if there's no parrots around then they want attention from the humans so they figured out that so if you start like ah screaming if it's you know flips something upside down or steals something then it's like yeah that's score for parrots to get uh, big reactions but they must get stressed out in their cages as well yeah it can't be good to be just like all alone on the <laughs> it'd be like raising a two-year-old that you kept in a cage <laughs> that would just get locked up at one development stage in speech so it'll just keep repeating and not getting better yeah and then i i was attempting to view a two hour long uh, documentary about parrots to really get my groundworks for this but uh, i think i lasted uh, about 25 minutes twice two different documentaries but what i picked up from it was uh, it was a pretty cool parrot so it's those that are where the female's like bright red and the male is bright green. Really? It's crazy. Yeah, they're really different, the male and the female. So the female is really bright red, so the male's gonna see them, but they also hide inside uh, trees and stuff. The males are the ones that go out for the food. And they, the males, all they do is like go out for food and then come back, try to impress with uh, gulping up a lot of food for the female. And then the parrot, like the female parrot, has like a harem of guys that will stop by. Nice. <laughs> and uh, the female, but the female will know each and every one of them and mm -hmm. only have one of them as like the true father of the eggs. Yeah, the true guy. So they tested mm -hmm. one parrot and out of like 23 parrots that were or like eggs that were hatched and uh, 19 was of one same father and there was about 20 parrots visiting that uh, place <laughs> does she copulate with all of these other parrots yeah so or she only lets one of the sperms in yeah or knows the right time for it or ah. something like that I, I don't know if many of them think that they're the real father or they're just having their little, like, uh, this is their side uh, side lady because the men also have several yeah, <laughs> nests they attend to. You can't avoid that, like, the several males comes at the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of squawking. But you get all the food anyway. Yeah, if they yeah. can uh, get it in there, they, uh, they do, I think. I, um, on the subject of animal mating mm. uh, learned something about different types of sperm that people or possibly some animals have the like swimmer that's heading for the egg yeah but you also have kamikaze sperm that are trying to kill other rival sperms in my head it's just american <laughs> football right now yeah exactly <laughs> and ones yeah let's say you've got ones that are defending the ones that are trying to run through but yeah. also ones that sort of hang out and wait for other sperm to come along and ambush them what? Ambush them? Yeah, like ones that are there to stop. Like you could get a bit of sperm that's just hanging out and waiting for other sperm to be like, hey, 
Far enough, buddy. Competing is... sperm. Yeah. It's not just a straight oh my God. random uh, splooch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you explained the, the sperm. Uh, I haven't heard that since I was a kid, the kind of like the sperm run, the uh, whoever's first. But I didn't know they were <laughs> that organized like ants. Yeah, now I got an ant. Now I'm doing that Simpsons one where he's... <laughs> <laughs> For uh, listeners, Al was wiggling and uh, pointing his arms back, uh, trying to imitate the sperm cell. The true Simpsons <laughs> fan will understand what I just did. Yeah, yeah, we'll leave that unsaid. But then you have parrots and pirates, you know? Um, Arr. So that's like really embedded in everyone. And, and as far as I found out it's like the pictures of long john silvers the paintings of him even from mm-hmm. old he always had a, he was always sporting a parrot on his shoulder yeah so he was like the blueprint for um, pirates with parrots but that was after the facts after the golden age of pirate but i would have a parrot if i was a pirate yeah wouldn't you but that's kind of like what i found out it's a security but... parrot oh yeah yeah because you get good mates with the parrot and you're the captain of a bunch of cutthroat pirates on a ship. Yeah, so when you come around the corner and then you hear several guys talking, it's like too many people who can't take him out and then it's only the captain with his parrot. You're asleep in your bunk. Yeah. Your cabin boy's sneaking up on you to stab (laughs) you, but Polly's on the point, starts walking. You reach for your hook. Next, you know. Yeah, the pirates and pirates connection is really just because uh, pirates... um, operated in uh, those areas mostly and uh, that was a common and colorful bird that was also very um, entertaining bird Um, Mm -hmm. yeah of course (laughs) so it's like a show-off bird on long uh, voyages they would teach it uh, language and tricks and stuff like that oh so the legitimately pirates did have parrots pirates did have parrots yeah yeah and Um, and it's uh, I didn't check it. We've, we'll have to wait for the monkey episode to see. I will. I'll find we out. We can have every <laughs> episode. We can have like the, that uh, animal and pirates and have that as a, a steady segment. Where would, yeah, they'd be, <laughs> but there'd be dog pirates and cat pirates. Yeah, there will maybe be. not horse pirates <laughs> with one wooden leg. <laughs> Even when the when the parrot has one wooden leg, I've also seen yeah. that a lot in cartoons. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> So yeah, their parrots are valuable, rare, and low maintenance, and there's not too much risk of uh, the crew eating them because there's no meat on parrots. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. They're all feathers. So if you you know get a f- fat honky pig as your pet with a little eye patch, you know <laughs> that'll go after a little while. <laughs> ah, it's Bluebeard and his pet pig. <laughs> exactly. So nothing he loves more than that pig. <laughs> Just, I was just thinking about that Simpsons episode with the pirate as well, when he's like, I've drawn the coordinates to the treasure on this cracker, which Polly will hold for safekeeping. <laughs> I remember that one. I just watched it. <laughs> when, you guys, when the guy's like, hey, instead of burying this treasure, why don't we spend it on, you know, things we like? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Along with ravens and crows and magpies uh, and jays. I don't know what a jay is, you know? Uh, Blue Jays is a sports team in America. Yeah. And Um, also a Beatles song. Blue Jay. Blue Jay Way is a Beatles song. Ah. 
Um, so I don't know, but they're the most intelligent birds, and even with a peanut-sized brain, it's very strange. Yeah, um, surely that's the most intelligent birds that have been tested. Parrots, yeah. But there might be some other birds that just haven't had a go at the. Uh, they haven't at the shot. Shot at the title. At the, they haven't been in the spotlight yet. No, like no. humble pigeon. But or... as far as we know, the the parrots are. Yeah, pretty much the most intelligent uh, bird, um, and it uses like it its brain is small, but uses different parts of the brain for like song making and cognition. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're using, as far as I could read, we use the uh, cerebral cortex, but they use the avian brain region. <laughs> ah, the bird brain region. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's where we're at. So Dr. Fred is on top of his uh, his uh, neuro brain research here. Uh, no, I don't know. Um, yeah, but but fair that, and that's what they use for song making and uh, identifying because of course they have to have very good uh, ears and also they need to uh, interpret whatever sound they got. It's a big part of their brain to actually interpret sounds uh, yeah. like that and be able to mimic. Yeah. Learning and imitating, and they start that very uh, early in life as well. Um, and they're they're social flock animal, and they need as much attention as a dog for uh, between thirty five and fifty years. So, you think you're gonna get one? No. Unless I become Call a pirate. It cookie. <laughs> if I become a pirate, then yeah, yeah for sure. There's always that uh, that path in life where you're just like, I'm gonna be a pirate. Fuck yeah, this. Modern pirating options aren't so. Uh, we so both romantic. have good. We both have good beards for being pirates, like a bit shiny red uh, beards. Be a video pirate. Video pirates. They're yeah. not good at pirates. No. Yeah. <laughs> then we're ex- exposed. Not real pirates. <laughs> Drama. <laughs> what other types of piracy is there? Just video and um, sea. Huh. I suppose space piracy, ocean piracy, and video piracy. Video piracy. And yeah. There's no air piracy. Oh, I suppose there is. I guess hijacking planes is uh, air piracy, is it? Yeah. I wonder what other types of piracy there are. You know, pirates incoming on air balloons. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. Fly a, fly a 747 next to the other one and then just <laughs> throw a plank over. Uh, yeah, but what we're all thinking about when we think about parrots is, of course, their amazing capability to uh, to chatter. And uh, I've, I'm I'm still, but I want to discuss with you, and uh, we'll we'll see through what we we talk about here. Like, yeah, what what does all the talk mean? What 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 do they know? What what does it mean to them, and what does it mean to us? It's it's already like, I think it's. A bit strange to be doing research on how much English a parrot can learn. What about their own language? Like, what? How much of what they say means something, and what does it mean? I got a question for you. Yeah. Does the squawks that a parrot makes is a parrot squawking at you in parrot mm-hmm. the same parrot it would use to communicate with another parrot? Or is it squawking at you in some gibberish it believes is the best way to communicate with you? And another parrot wouldn't understand what 
a parrot trying to talk to a human was saying. I guess parrots that grow up in the same environment, uh, they learn from each other, while uh, parrots that grows up uh, in a human environment uh, learns from the humans. It just picks up from its surroundings. Can parrots that have never talked to other parrots understand parrot if they've only ever communicated-ish, air quotes, with humans? Yeah, I don't know if they're like dogs, because dogs, you know, when you have a pet dog, yeah, of course they somehow, the dogs doesn't talk though. But I suppose, yeah, like... You mean, you know, like, when a dog goes out, it's just like, yeah, there's a human, there's a human, and it's, like, understanding that these are humans, and there's a dog, and that's, like, infinitely more exciting for a dog than if it passes a human. Anyway. Anyway, sorry, too many questions. Yeah. It confuses me. I'm only a 17-year-old researcher. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Now you've got a big date tonight. Guess... Uh, how many words is uh, the Guinness World Record for a parrot knowing words? Chaser was 2,000. 2,000? Chaser. Oh. Or 1,000. Maybe it was 1,000. Oh. Is that a guess or is that no, something you know? That Chaser the dog was either oh. 1 or 2,000. No, that was 1,000. That was 1,000. 1,000 objects he could identify by listening and going and fetch it. That must be the same as a parrot learning words, though. Yeah. It's just that dogs can't. Maybe. Hmm. So, but you, I, judging by your response, it's less than a thousand. <laughs> um. Well, maybe I'm bluffing, man. 200. <laughs> 1,728 <laughs> words. You were bluffing. <laughs> the cheery blue, blue parakeet, uh, Puck is his name. 1995, he clocked in at uh, 1,728 words. Wow. Which is like, if you've heard a parrot speaking, it's like varying degrees of success in every word, but suddenly it's like crystal clear sentences. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I didn't actually find any footage of Puck uh, driving, rapping uh, up on the big stage. What was his longest sentence? I didn't say. Uh, I didn't figure that out but um this is clearly it's like crazy. 1728 words that's clearly learning by imitating right so it doesn't understand of course it doesn't understand all these words so mm. what i'm even more interested in is like can they communicate two ways and here comes uh, irene pepperberg uh, uh, Irene, Irene, <laughs> uh, which is uh, probably the f- most famous parrot scientist, uh, the, at least of the 80s, 90s, uh, early 2000s. There's so much out there on her and her so, stuff. And she's been like fighting for getting funding. Uh, I think it's strange that I guess it's just well, like, is it biology? Is it like uh culture is it like what what is that science she's doing it's like the space science with dolphins except you've switched in a dolphin with a parrot kind of yeah so like you can discuss this like is it bird language or is it bird imitation and uh, irene is like on the side that parrots actually communicate uh, meaningfully uh, and they mean what they say Mm-hmm. Um, which I can agree to to some extent, but a lot of it is like doesn't really matter for them what they say. They just want to cracker. Yeah, right. It's <laughs> a lot about that. Getting a peanut. Uh, anyway, so Alex 
is was Irene Pepperberg's uh, most famous um, parrot, which is uh, African Grey. What was the name again? Alex. Alex. African Grey. Uh, uh, yes. They're supposed to be the the one with the highest uh, intelligence potential. Wow. Uh, I've seen like over my research, I've seen they say it's like the intelligence of a six-year-old, which is crazy. A six-year-old. Uh, then they there's also five and four and three. I've seen all of those like oh, okay. same intelligence as. Um, and one of the funny videos is like. Um, <laughs> Uh, three-year-olds versus parrot <laughs> it's the serious <laughs> smartest oh, and they're wow. like uh, showing uh, showing a tomato to the parrot and the parrot's just like tomato <laughs> 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 and then the kid is just like <laughs> kids just like a rock <laughs> or like something <laughs> stupid the, the kids just keep doing stupid stuff parrot <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, but adult parrot versus three-year-old, it gets a bit crooked because... Uh, that's, not cr- that's not that crooked. <laughs> like, no, I know, not in like uh, versus, but like a grown parrot will be in some way more mature than a three-year-old. <laughs> yeah, but if... Does, is that like a dog is more mature than a three-year-old, you yeah, know? But is the, that, so is that a mature parrot or is that it's been learning English or whatever language for all th- more than three years mm. or is it race it's like from birth these a baby and a, and a parrot are hatched at the same time and they re- both hit three years old and then it's a versus so a it's bird a, and a parrot or a, a baby and a parrot a ba- so, it's a, yeah. no, it's so they're a three both year three old year old versus a I think uh, definitely a three year old a human uh, is quite a lot more de- developed than a three year old but I don't mm. know they're probably full grown Anyway, so let's go back to Alex and what he can and could do. Um, He can... I could. He's actually dead. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Alex. God be with you up there in parrot heaven. Um, He he could identify about 50 different objects uh, using English to um, say what they were. He could also label seven colors, like... You could ask him what it was. You could ask him what color it was. Mm. Mm. And he'd go, blue. <laughs> yeah. Red. Wow. <laughs> it's just like turquoise. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like, Alex, what color? Like, and then he'd be like, I want to go back and stuff like that. And then it's like, red. <laughs> and then it's like, Crackers. good, Alex. <laughs> yeah. Um,. And, uh, yeah, so he has functional use of phrases like, I want uh, X or I want to go here or there. So he could, like, say, I want want a peanut. Wow. Definitely. And then he'd know it. And if you'd go uh, try giving him a cracker, he would be like, that's not what I asked for, kind of. Oh, really? Yeah, he'd be bummed out. That's um, cool. But Alex was like a really moody parrot as well, which is the cool thing. He didn't want to really do this, so he was always right. like, "Oh, I want to go back." He'd, he'd be very shy as well, so he always wanted to go back to his cage. <laughs> if you brought him another place, he'd make a scene. But if you brought him where he wanted to go, he'd sit quietly. Aww. So a sophisticated guy, uh, I feel. <sighs> crazy. That's so crazy. Yeah. And uh, he could also say, like, um, 
Yeah, you could use these labels to uh, identify, refuse, request, or categorize more than a uh, hundred different items. Really? Yeah. Far out. I know we said fifty earlier. It's weird that it's hundred now, but um, but maybe that's ones he can recognize versus ones that he can categorize. Because mm. that's a different thing to be able to put all the red objects together and the blue objects together or something. Mm. Is that what categorizing is? Yeah, I guess so. Like, if a blue car is one thing and the red car is another thing, I don't know. But he could, like, so you could ask him what matter. Uh, so, uh, Irene Pepperberg would do like very simple sentences like, what matter or mm. uh, what color or uh, how many sides. So, he, he could do like yeah, up to five side, five corners uh, of something. He'd say five, how yeah. many corners, uh, or uh, what <laughs> matter. And he could say, like, uh, metal or <laughs> what matter oh i thought you were i yeah. thought you were saying like as a greeting to him like hey what yeah. matter he's like sad go home <laughs> yeah <laughs> like oh, and here's, what matter? happy and here's like, the one of the most mind-blowing things to me is um alex was supposedly the first uh non-human to um ask a question like uh, he yeah. thought of himself <laughs> That one was he. He looked himself in the mirror and asked uh, what color, <laughs> and then they said uh, he was gray, and then they repeated it six times, and then he knew what gray was and that he was gray. <laughs> it seems, but I don't know if he knew that he was he was gray, but it it seemed to be like so as we talked about uh, earlier episode that like uh, animals that can identify their own reflection yeah um and as being their own reflection in contra another something yeah but what then he has to learn the word what Mm. and so he would like how do you teach a bird the word what it's repetition and the reward for yeah, but the significance of it. Yeah, so that's the problem with say... it. It's always like as learning a dog tricks. You don't know if it's uh, learning by just like um, mimicking what the potentially right response would be to get the most reward, because that's what the parrot's doing. It's just trying to do what you're trying to make it do to get the reward. Mm. And then it has to ask, yeah, but then you put a <laughs> you put a, a task in front of it yeah. and don't tell it what to do. Yeah. And like, then it has to say, what? Alex? What do? Alex, <laughs> puzzle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do? What do? <laughs> Probably will just yeah. wreck everything. Yeah. But another yeah. thing with Alex that he understood the turn-taking of uh, human communication. So you say one thing, I say one thing, like the wow. call-response thing. <laughs> it's pretty cool to like uh, yeah abstract it a little bit that is crazy that's amazing yeah and then there's another institute that's uh, like called the Max Planck experiment and that's where pirate based uh, YouTube the... based uh, as far as I know not walking the plank <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's, it's all more parrots uh, parrot <laughs> research <laughs> Yeah, so, so anyway, makes us plank. So how much can they abstract? Like, so uh, they were teaching the parrot that a token represented uh, food, right? So you have um, 
you have uh, Green Rock and the Blue Star and the uh, little uh, white ball and then one of them is like really delicious food another is like a little peanut and the third thing is uh, nothing mm-hmm. and um, several of those parrots uh, got that not only did they understand that they had to give back the this item to the researcher to then receive something ah. um, and depending so on so they, they could even like that could even be something edible that they would you know give back and then they could get something better uh, back and depending what they gave depended on what they got no uh, no it's like a token and then that represents something for them ah, but uh, they don't have a choice of tokens to give yeah, yeah, you put yeah. three tokens yeah. in front of them and then see what they pick, uh, kind of. Yeah, okay. And um, many of them learned, like, uh, straight off, like, yeah, this one's the best one. I'm going to return that every time. It's guaranteed success kind of thing. But then there's one parrot that would just... It would just not learn. <laughs> just always take the one that gave nothing back. So it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny the videos of that one and then there's they're testing if it uh, understands pointing yeah so it keeps pointing at the one that's the good one <laughs> it keeps yeah. taking the other one you're tricking me I yeah. know it <laughs> <laughs> and then they're also done, done that you know when there's uh, little cups of liquid and the one is like has a false button so it's very little and the other one is like full mm-hmm so the parrot could, by like seeing what the researcher did, could see that there was one that was, had little uh, of the good stuff in and one with a lot. Mm. And then the the researcher would pour it over in these other ones and the parrot would just like lean over and look and then the, the researcher would do like a magician and then juggle them around and then present it to him. And yeah. it would really know, it would know exactly what the best one was. And pick that one. <laughs> Except for that one parrot. <laughs> Except for the one that always picked the wrong. But I guess that reflects on... I don't know. <laughs> always taking the wrong cup. Just sitting on his shoulder looking at him pouring the stuff in. <laughs> yeah, so check it out. Uh, that's on YouTube. The Max Planck experiment. There's several... Um, parrot uh, you know they amaze and they also <laughs> disappoint <laughs> big time okay little moment yeah we're now getting into the last uh, break time we are going to take a moment 